Pandemonium reigns. Holy moly. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It's uh, it's Monday at the time of this recording, uh, so hopefully this is finding your uh, your ears, tickling your ears on a, a terrific Tuesday. Hope it's not raining where you're at. It's December 5th, and the college football world is falling apart. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I've got yep. breaking news. I'm Dan. Let's He's, hear I'm Dan. He's Mike. Let's do this thing. Pandemonium Rames, welcome. Jackson Smith-Najigba is not playing in the playoffs. He's bypassing that due to a lingering injury and he's going to he's going to prepare for the NFL draft. I guess is uh I guess he's not making enough NIL money. I don't know. I mean is is that is that the direction that college football is heading even when you get into the playoff? I mean, what if he gets what if he what if he sits out game 1, they win, he's healthy and still sits out. Yeah, I mean you know, spoiler alert, and we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about the playoff and some bowls and all the things because, you know, the season is really winding down on us here. But It's over. <laughs> it's over, yeah. Uh, but, you know, postseason is here. That's that's the way to put it. Right. But spoiler alert, I don't see Ohio State playing, uh, beating Georgia if they had three or four Jackson Smith and Jigba's healthy. But mm-hmm. the other spoiler alert is that, Late kick Josh, the guy that we love, Josh Pate, warned us about this happening when yeah. we expand. Saban, Saban mentioned it. Yeah. People have talked about it happening when we expand, mm-hmm. not so much when we're in the four-team playoff. Uh, you know, wow. Just wow. I don't like that at all. I mean, oh, gosh, no. And, you know, that puts such a sour taste in my mouth to answer your question of if they were to be <laughs> – if they were to beat Georgia. <laughs> if that's not the story of our season right there, I don't know what is. My Amen. For our audio listeners, my Tennessee Christmas tree just fell over in the background. So, anyway. Yeah, fun. As you were. That's how it went. And that, <laughs> and I remember to turn my light on about two minutes in, so we're smart. <laughs> we're smart and we're with it. But, <laughs> you know, to answer your question, of if they were to beat Georgia, play for the national championship, and he's healthy, mm. man, that kind of if, – if he's healthy now – from from his injury that he did have to start the season, I almost don't want him to play. Like, bro, you weren't with yeah. us when we needed you against Georgia. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll make it against Michigan or TCU. Like, we got this. Like yes. that that would be my take. We've yeah. been together. We've been battling, grinded for twelve games now, and thirteen when they play Georgia. So we yeah. we didn't you didn't want to play with us then. We got it now. Agreed. Even if he does play, like you said, like you so conveniently snuck that in there. I don't like their chances i think georgia's mm-hmm. is just too dang good they seem to be matching their level of competition and if georgia gets up for this game i don't think ohio state even has a chance with a healthy uh jackson smith Njigba. but you know what we've seen crazier things nobody gave the buckeyes a chance in 2002 14 oh two 2002 when miami was dominant ken dorsey yeah. willis mcgay he uh, Andre Johnson, um, um, I mean, just stud after stud after stud. And then even though they got a – Miami got a garbage defensive pass interference call go against them, Ohio State was right there. So we've seen crazier things, but I'll still take George in that matchup. So with that said, Man. let's let's kind of work our way through the final rankings. All right, so the, here it is. It's finalized. We got number one, Georgia. You and I th- agree that they got that right, correct? Yep. Number Absolutely. Two, number two, Michigan. We agree there. 
Yeah, TCU left no doubt there by losing their cha- conference championship game. Yeah. Uh, Michigan I, left no doubt in the way they closed out Purdue. Yep, so so as you said, TCU, even though they came off a loss, I think they're in the right spot at number three. You agree? I, I agree because they, you know, they made it to their conference championship game. Whether you go Ohio State, whether you go Alabama or Tennessee, they did not, so – for sure. And my argument for TCU is for the, all those fans that are in an uproar, TCU lost to a team that they already beat. They've already done it. Mm-hmm. And they arguably should have won that because there's a highly um, – in overtime, it, it clearly looks like he breaks the plane getting across. I believe that's Kendra Miller. And it it's not. That's fourth down, K-State ball, field goal through the uprights. Uh, so, anyway, TCU – arguably beat those guys twice but anyway uh fourth being ohio state i think they got that right would you agree they got it right to me definitely over alabama and that's where we'll head next uh yeah i think that's your best i think that's your best option yeah they lost an ugly ugly game to michigan at home well said your best option yeah i mean i really do i really do think that's your best option because usc did not do what they needed to to do to get in Mm-hmm. Um, and they got manhandled as well in, you know, in the opposite of what happened with TCU. Utah barely beat them the first time around, hammers them in the conference championship game in Vegas. And it's like Utah, man, they just, not to get off on a side trail here, but they just get stronger and stronger. That's all they do. They they, yeah. they may start slow like they did in Gainesville um, this year, but they just build and they, they are their, their best version of themselves this time of the year. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you can't uh, – all that said, you can't have two losses to the same team and expect to get in. It, this, yep. should be, this should be hard to get into. Um, Absolutely. So that leaves Ohio State your best option because of USC, Tennessee with a terrible loss, and Alabama lacking a good win. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Here's where you and I disagree, I think. We yes. disagree on five and six. I think Tennessee should be ranked higher at five. Um, you're giving, I'm testing your orange allegiance here and you're saying Alabama at five. And I'm just going to throw this out there real quick for the listening audience on their website, playing by their rules. I'm not saying that I think, you know, Tennessee is better than Bama. I I don't now considering hooker being out, but that's not what your criteria says. Your criteria says what, um, who won the head to head. Okay. Well, we did. 52 to 49. Who has more top 25 wins? We do. Um, well, what was the other one? What is, what is your results of our, of, amongst common opponents? Well, the only common opponent is LSU. We slapped them in Death Valley, and you lost to them. Okay. Well, the our, other common opponent common opponent is Vanderbilt, which basically doesn't oh, count. Whoop-dee. Okay. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, no, Commodores yeah. Nation. My bad. Uh, and, they re- <laughs> and they respond in crickets. Hello? You there? Okay. Um, no. And then uh, the last thing is conference championship result. Well, we didn't play in it. So by your own rules, we should have that spot. Now, you're, I know your argument, because we've talked about this, is that we, you can't have a bad loss to South Carolina. But that's not what they said. That's not what their criteria is. I agree they, with you. They, they, you're not going by your own criteria. And you said it was because we don't think you're good without Hooker. So yes. what is it? So what is it? Yeah, no, and I would love for them to clarify – I would love for them to give more than they give because the, you know, my thing to you has been that the criteria doesn't include a scenario like Tennessee had with South Carolina because it hasn't really happened yet. And no loss like that has happened to a contender 
in week 11, or I'm sorry, sure. in the 11, in their 11th game. I think it was actually yeah. week 12. Yeah. But I think the criteria doesn't contain that because it's never happened in eight now nine years of the playoff or so. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it was going to come down to Ohio state, Alabama, or Tennessee by the criteria they list, it would be Tennessee over Alabama, but I, you know, I just can't get past that loss. You know, we talk about rewarding losses and it's hard for me to reward Tennessee for anything after that performance in Columbia, not to beat a dead horse, not to do anything. It's, it's just hard for me to say anything, any many nice things about Tennessee, considering if they had won that game, they are probably number four based on the other criteria they would then have over Ohio state. Bro, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, and I'm, I'm in total agreement there, but we're not on the committee. We're not. And those guys who are on the committee are not playing by their own rules. And that's my argument. And, and I'll go so far as to say this, you go back to that nine in Columbia, you change the jerseys, you change the roster to Alabama. I think those guys lose. South Carolina was on fire that they night. were. They were now, on fire. But here's the thing: none of that matters. And yeah. and your in your argument of you can't have those bad laws. Okay, that's not in their criteria. What You're is right. it's I, not. So with that said, if it's okay, if it's me, I'm saying, well, at this point in time, I do think Bama's the better team. But that's not your rule. I mean, that's your right. which which goes which I go back to what I said. Get rid of this committee crap. It it, it it's it's we we don't know what we don't know what they're feeling. We don't know like what rules they're going to play by. You you can't post something and say here's how we're going to judge things and then not judge things by those things. That's that's hypocrisy. It's yeah, it it's, is. it's ridiculous. So, take your top take your 14 playoff, have your BCS calculated and and let's move on in life. Let's not expand. Let's stop making this crap. The the national champion become uh, that trophy become easier to attain and get into the playoff. As a matter of fact, if there's any year that proves that we don't need a playoff, it's this one. I mean, 2022. I mean, TCU is making a case, but okay, you lost. Yeah, Georgia and Michigan didn't. So let's just yeah, and I, and I, and I know where you're going. Those guys in. And I would love, I would love that to be the case. You have to do what Georgia and Michigan did to make the natty. Not, you can lose. Like again, the the reason, part of the reason I feel this way, which just feels so. I feel like I'm not in my own skin having this take as a Tennessee fan, but I don't want to see teams do what Tennessee did: lose by 25 points, giving up nine touchdowns on ten drives, and make a playoff. That's not what college football's been. Man, I, I don't agree want. With you. You know, I want Tennessee to win a championship every year. I will never get tired of it. But I, I would prefer it be doing what Georgia and Michigan have done, even though Tennessee's obviously not – they've not won championships like that Fair. since 1998. But then again, not many teams have. Yeah. Even Alabama, the run they've been on, a lot of those seasons are one loss. Nobody's done it as Fair. a two loss since LSU did about 15 years ago. But Three losses. Three losses, yeah, excuse me. But – you know, I want it to be that harder path because it means so much more. Agreed. The regular season is be- going to be the NFL season if you can do what Tennessee did, right. even if you can do what Alabama did this year because we talk about them not being impressive, their wins not being impressive. Yes, they lost their last two games or the two games that they lost the way that they did yeah. on game-ending field goals, game-ending plays, but they won two bad, ugly games that way as well. Yeah, And we're just going to reward teams for that, and I – I hate it. I couldn't hate it more. I mean, it's just yeah. not what college football's been. And I don't need to see Tulane or, you know, right. 
the AAC champion. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I just don't need to see that. Right. You know, if I'm not even dis- disvaluing what those players do to have those seasons. Right. But it's just it's just not the way to me that it's supposed to be because they're always going to lose that game, whether it, whether they played any of the other two opponents in the playoff last year, Michigan or Georgia, instead of Alabama, they're going to lose that game. You know, I mean, there's just not a scenario where they don't. Luke Fickle yeah. is a, a fine coach, a really good coach so so far in his career. Mm-hmm. And his roster is what it was, which was probably the, the best version that Cincinnati will have for a while. Mm-hmm. A Cincinnati, someone in their realm. And you saw the result. Writings on the wall. I mean, it was. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why we're why we're doing this, but here we are, and we're doing it. It's a done deal. So, I I, I had several conversations over the weekend, and it, it was like, man, it was like freaking broken record. Well, the the NFL, I mean, the NFL does it, okay. And my responding question every single time, and I was met with silence, is, and wouldn't you agree that the NFL continually puts out a worse product than college football does? Wouldn't you agree? Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's no question. So we're gonna we're gonna mirror the NFL, which okay, whatever. I, it's stupid. I'm just. It, it, it sucks that we've backed into this because of and listen, I'm I am not an SEC thumper. I root Mm-mm. for one SEC team and I want the other 13 to lose for the most part. That's pretty much how it goes. That number will increase to 15 when Texas and Oklahoma come in because I just don't I mean, Texas is fine out there in the Big 12, but now if they're gonna be in my conference, they're gonna mess things up for me. Oklahoma, uh, you know, forget y'all. But <laughs> The reason this is all happening is because of the, you know, getting two teams out of four in, which the Big Ten's doing this year for the first time, you know, Alabama's dynasty that they've had. And then when they don't win it, you've got Auburn stepping in. You've got LSU. You've got Georgia that's come to the forefront now. Yeah. That's why this is happening for the sake of inclusion, basically. And I'm sorry, Tulane, Cincinnati. I mean, they're, you know, UCF, even 2017 UCF or 2016, excuse me, they're they're not going to win this, this thing, whether it goes to 12, you could put it up to 64, 68, like the, like the basketball tournament, March Madness, it's it's not going to make a difference. When when a championship is on the line for Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, I would even go as far as to say uh, Ryan Day, uh, you know, Harbaugh, any of those guys, they're not going to get snuck up on by a group of five school. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you 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 threw the March Madness thing in there because I heard a couple arguments saying, well, well, look what happens in March for college basketball. You get a hot team, a nobody that comes up. That sport is so different. Everybody from D1 to D2 down to the bottom in AIA, all of them have guards. They every they all have they can they can all get good guard play. It's a it's yes. really a matter of of the bigs, you know. Can and every year you see that because basketball is so different. Exactly. You're, you're I mean, from a sheer number standpoint, football separates itself. You have to be deep. I mean, we're evidence. You got to be deep. You got to be deep at Q. You got to be deep at O line at at out wide. You got to be deep in 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 your running back stable. You got to be deep deep in 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 D every line, level of the second of the you, defense. You can't just have a good front five, a starting five like you do in basketball. You can do that in March, and you can't do that here. It's totally different. It's apples and oranges. It's not the same conversation. Yeah, and I'm so tired of of hearing that. It's not the same. And for that matter, let's try to stop make this sport like every other sport. Exactly. Let's keep it the beautiful, holy, pure sport that it has been, not not change it and mold it into everything else. And the great difference about basketball is 
no matter what teams they are, and a lot of times it's because you don't see a lot of full court pressing, but the ref the reference works either way. It's yeah. easy to move the ball past half court. You can get a three point shot up. If you're hot that day, you can score some points. Yeah. That's not the way football works. Yeah. You're not gonna look at the the championship from the 2011 season. How many times did LSU move the ball past midfield on Alabama, who they beat early in the season? Once. One time? Oh, are you talking about in, in the national championship game? Yeah, yeah. I think it was just once. I mean, again, basketball, you can almost get a shot up every possession if you're yeah. if you move the ball, if you heck, if you just huck it towards the goal, you're gonna get a shot up. If sure. you're hot, it's gonna go in. Football does not work that way. Not at all. Uh in, in, in basketball, it's about who can catch lightning in a bottle and and a lot of teams can. Yeah. I mean, can football teams get hot? Yes. But uh, the the opponent can flip an effort switch. They can flip a physical switch. I mean, there's just there's just different components. It's 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 dumb. All right. So, so here's here's the conclusion. Nobody cares as far as the national media and and all those guys. What Dan and Mike have to say at Pandemonium Rams, they don't care. So we're gonna have to move on. Yep. <laughs> let's talk True. some of the let's talk some of the games. Caleb Williams comes out and he spray paints his or paints his nails explicitive Utah. F-U-C-K, uh, Utah, and he ends up with a loss and an injury and a USC loss. Utah, man, they end up being the conference champion, which is what I picked back at, at the beginning of the season going into the whole thing. And, again, they just flex their – we don't care who you are. I don't care, I don't care where you think you're going, New York, quote, quote. Um, don't care how many transfers you got. I don't care. I dare you to work harder than this. That that's yep. the game that they play, and they're so well coached by Whittingham. They don't make they don't they don't beat themselves up. They don't really make mistakes. Uh, Cam Rising, I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to play on Sundays or anything like that, but that dude is a baller, um, and he's ugly. Sorry. <laughs> Have you ever seen Dave, uh, Cam Rising and Dave Grohl in the same room at the same time? You I can, I, surely you can't separate the two if they are. I mean, right? I mean, they're just. They look. Maybe it is Dave Grohl, and we just don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be. That's all I'm getting at. Get it? Cam Rising walks into the room where, where the Foo Fighters are, and he says, "I got a confession, my friend." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh, please ignore that YouTube watchers. Just go ahead, and <laughs> I don't I have no idea what my face looked like right there. Uh, any comments on that Utah USC game other than uh, USC kind of getting what they deserve right there? No, no, not surprised by it. You know, I thought it would be closer because they beat them the way that they did in round in round one of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, they just they flex their their muscles. They all I could think of watch it listening to that game because I did listen to more than I watched of it mm-hmm. is uh, just how well they scout, how well they identify guys that that play as hard and gosh are just as physical as they are. I mean, they had a converted quarterback running the ball wild and and, mm-hmm. it, and that's somewhat on usc because they are so bad defensively so bad tackling not surprised at all by the outcome um yeah i mean totally makes sense to me when you think about effort over you know a kind of temporary fixed roster at usc with transfer guys and things like that yeah yeah and usc is going to go on to play Tulane. In the Cotton Bowl, so for those who want that expanded playoff and you want to hint at what that might look like, pay attention to the Cotton Bowl, and let's yep. pay attention how that unfolds. Uh, yes, Tulane did, did beat a good K-State earlier in the year, so are they capable of it? Yes. 
USC might be a different animal if Caleb Williams is healthy. So, yep. Uh, not real sure on Utah's landing spot in the bowl game yet. Don't think that's been announced. It has uh, Rose Bowl, Penn State. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out how many Ohio State players. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, gosh, I got confused right there. That was last year. Forgive me. Uh, I'm going to say that Penn State actually has not a lot of dudes opt out of this. You might see a Joey Porter opt out, but yeah. um, that should be that should, should be, be a good game. Yeah, yeah. it should be yeah. a, a decent game. Yeah, go go Utes, whatever. Oh, Utes, absolutely. Whatever whatever a Ute is. Uh, <laughs> noon came along, and we let's see. Gosh, I, I done forgot what games we watched and in what order. Uh, TCU and K State. Man, what what a game from start to finish. Uh, Max Dugan, Duggan, um, I guess from whatever side of the Mississippi you're from, um, put on a show. Um, dude, dude was a baller. I know that you didn't get to see this. I'm going to go ahead and reveal Michael Sins again. He was out golfing, like, <sighs> conference championship week. Did you at least golf well? Did you do, did you no, have a good day? Played, I played terrible because I should have been watching football. Listen, we, we've promised you guys that we will give you reliable information for, for you know, for the content we provide, and Michael's just over here pulling your chain. I mean, he's messing I'm, with listen, you. Listen, I'm still processing the South Carolina loss and what it means. That's all. That's all <laughs> I'm doing. But I saw enough of this going back to say, man, Dugan is making himself a case for the Heisman Trophy as well. Just a yeah. warrior on that game tying drive. I mean, I I can't tell you the last time I saw a guy of his caliber at quarterback or you know at a receiver or running back position where he gets in the end zone and he is just gassed. Yeah. I mean, that was remarkable. I agree yeah. with what you said earlier about, you know, mm, man, they might've been in the end zone there. Yeah. Very, very close. Uh, very close. A uh, yeah. little saw one of our friends text us about the play call. I'm a little iffy on it too, but I could, I could go multiple directions there. I'm sure. not going to hold that against TCU because of the season they had, sure. how good they've been, but Dugan, what a guy, man. I mean, my gosh, he played a game. Warrior. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that TCU-Michigan matchup. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, Duggan threw for 251, one score, one pick. He also led the team in rushing, 15 carries, 110 yards. Kendra Miller gosh. was 17 for 82. Uh, Quentin Johnston, four catches, 139 yards. Hashtag video game. He Kansas is. State, Howard went 18 for 32. Um Basically 200 yards, two scores. Deuce Vaughn was a difference maker. 26 carries, 130 yards. Dude, it was so funny because the commentators were talking about this. They'd hand it off to him, and he would kind of hesitate, and the linebackers are just losing him behind yeah. the offensive line. They have no idea where he's at. You can kind of tell on a few plays because of their because of their feet. They're chopping their feet. They don't really know where he's at. Yeah. Uh, so just, just fascinating to watch. Uh, congratulations to, to K-State. That's, that's a big-time win for that program. Uh, conference championship. Uh, forget the name of that head coach. Uh, came from Notre Dame. Clement Kleeman. Yep, Kleeman. Clement Kleeman. Uh, so happy for those guys. Uh, Georgia goes uh, undefeated in the regular season, back to back. Takes care of LSU. When LSU started to put up a fight, when they started to resuscitate themselves, Georgia just kicked them while they were down. Now we have this conversation of Steps and Bennett being in New York, and um, the numbers speak for themselves. I, as much as I hate to say this, have you seen it? They're dang good. I can't tell you what they are, but I know they are dang good. 23 for 29, 274, four touchdowns. 
sorry, I thought you meant on the season. Yeah, I did see oh, those numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing because I think the first half <laughs> he threw four touchdowns. They had 35 points at half, and I think he threw four of the touchdowns, and the other was that um that crazy one million level IQ block field goal return for a touchdown. Just oh, gosh. insanity. Also video game esque from the level of insanity that it was. Yeah. And, you know, again, Chris Smith, whether he's thinking of this on his own, whether he's looking to the sideline for instructions, brilliant, brilliant absolutely. football for sure. But yeah, the other four touchdowns were Stetson Bennett. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Georgia, uh, deservingly nails that one spot in the playoff uh, after that end. But I think, I think for me, the story of this game was, was Nussmeyer quarterback for LSU who steps in for Daniels guy goes 15 for 27, two touchdowns and a pick good for a 90.8 QBR. He, I mean, played well, (laughs) he He, he did really well, but I still, and here's the orange in me. I go back and I, I don't think that LSU got the Georgia that we got, but you want you put up fifty? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and here's the crazy thing: Georgia allowed over five hundred passing yards. Yeah, that is I mean, just crazy. I, I wonder how much of that is just surely, you know, maybe not a ton of prep for the backup quarterback. We see backup quarterbacks come in a lot of times and have more success than you might think, even in a game like that against a defense like Georgia's. But yeah, nonetheless, great effort, great great game from 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 LSU's passing game. Even Daniels wasn't too shabby, and he, much like Caleb Williams, could barely walk at times. Yeah. I mean, just warrior effort again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I was very curious. You know, I was caught off guard when I saw they passed for over 500. That was wild. Yeah, wild for sure, for sure. Um, but they only ran for 47. Yeah, and we do know from games earlier in the season, if they have to, they are not afraid to abandon the run. You know, whether it's right. a lot la- – whether it's – ferociously trying to come back in a situation like that or like against Tennessee. I mean, you know, they, they're not afraid to abandon the run all together. And I noticed some really low rushing attempts from some of their guys as well. Yeah. Yep. 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 Moving on Michigan, uh, Purdue fought, fought for a little while, but Michigan gets a win 43, 22. Um, O'Connell, if I remember right, I haven't looked at the stat line yet. Um, okay. A lot of yards, no touchdowns, two picks, 366 yards, two picks, uh, that's not going to do it. Not going to do it. Uh, two, you said two picks, right? Mm-hmm. Both of those, I believe, by freshman defensive back for Michigan, which is encouraging if you're a Michigan fan, interesting for the rest of us. Yeah. You know, big game. That, that last pick, which was down deep in Purdue's own territory, just a brilliant break on the ball. Um, yeah. There's been some images flying around of that that are just crazy, crazy to look at and just – Great instinct from the young guy. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Uh, Michigan takes care of business without Blake Corum, just showing that, hey, he's good, but we can do it without him, which is crazy to think about because that Edwards guy went 25 for 185 with a long of 60. Um, J.J. McCarthy was solid, 11 for 17, a buck 61, three scores, one pick. I think we're going to see a Georgia-Michigan national championship. Sure feels like we are. I don't want to go into this, but a good, a good running game and some elite quarterback play is the recipe you need to get it done. Got to have it. Got to have it. Any other comments on that one before we get to the last one? No. The um, only thing I want to touch on on that is the 
a play that I've never seen before. Absolutely brilliant. And Brom can coach some offense. Let's let's make note yeah. of that. The fake flea flicker. Did you see Bro, this? Bro, that's a thing of beauty. Execute so goodness. well. Oh, so well. I mean, my goodness, that was glorious to watch. Um, especially since you know, Michigan got the win, which I was looking looking for anyway. Uh, first time, actually, I think first time for maybe both Georgia and Michigan that they've gone 13 and 0 in a yeah. season. So yeah, crazy. Uh, love it for Michigan. Um, yeah, just a brilliant play, though, from Purdue. And, again, Brom can coach some offense, man. Yep. And what's funny is I believe it was an ESPN account, either ESPN, CFB, or the official ESPN account. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was one of those two. And I think they've, they've since taken it down, but they, they basically celebrated Michigan and said back-to-back undefeated seasons. Gosh. And I was like, uh, they lost. They got thumped by Michigan State last year. Well, they didn't get thumped, yep. but they got handled by Michigan State last yeah. year. So, oh, ESPN. But here we go. Ready for this? Yep. I'm ready. I'm going to I'm gonna celebrate. There's my round of applause. There it is. For Dabo Sweeney, pulling the plug on DJ Uyagalale. <laughs> Turns uh, out, like we said, the Cade guy is actually pretty dang good. 20 for 24, 279 in the score. He makes his play early in his in his time in, rolling to the left, uh, corrects his feet, rotates his hip wheel, and throws an absolute beautiful ball to a receiver uh, flashing down the left side of the field. And I just went, yep, there it is, the things that DJU could never do. Never. Uh, and now he's in the transfer portal. So, I, I said I wasn't going to say it. I said, okay, we're, we're going to set up for this episode. We're getting ready to record. Dan, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Here I'm in. Uh, here, I'm, here in my head, I'm going, don't say it, Dan. Don't say it, Dan. I'm going to say it. Screw it. Dabo, told you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they – what do you think they're sitting if they fully – pull the plug on DJ against uh, Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, how can you say they're not? I mean, the kid has played good when he's been in, Klubnik. Mm-hmm. And quarterback play pretty much helped them lose both those games if didn't beat them all together. I mean, yep. the, pick that, the pick six that DJ threw to Notre Dame is going to live rent-free in my head for years. And it, yes, it has no bad. business there. I don't have any affinity for either one of these teams that much, especially for Notre Dame. And just the ugliest pick six I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. yep 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 atrocious it's about dang time and and, yeah. and and if if dj doesn't find a landing spot with a quarterback coach who can help him uh better start working on your nine to five pal uh absolutely it's, it's it's he has the talent he's got the arm strength it's all there it's obviously between the years for him uh and I, I you know depending on where he goes i hope he can land somewhere and get it figured out i mean i, Same. I, I, yeah. I, have, I have no problem with rooting for that guy drake may completion percentage was all right uh, yards was good. The touchdown to interception ratio was not. He was 0 for 2. Um, that first possession, North Carolina takes the ball, and they really run run, run down the field really well. They put up 113 on the, on the ground total, but after that, the ground game was pretty much obsolete. Yeah. Um, was really kind of rooting for Carolina in that one. Wanted, wanted to be able to play on this episode, Return of the Mac, but here you are listening to no audio background uh, because – Good job, Dabo. Yeah, I want to just quickly mention that Clemson's run game was also pretty huh, meh. Mm-hmm. 21 total carries, 68 yards, uh, three touchdowns. So I'm sure they leaned on it when they when they got down close to the goal line. Mm-hmm. Let's also acknowledge that 
sometimes defense is very optional for North Carolina. So maybe it would be interesting to watch club Nick over half a season or a full season for sure. Um, let's heck, let's go one step further. North Carolina, all things considered about their defense, probably better than Tennessee's defense. So it will be oh, very yeah. interesting in the orange bowl. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there's probably position groups or definitely guys that I would take on Tennessee's defense, but overall you probably take North Carolina's. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting and we probably won't find out what the case is, what the final verdict is on club Nick in that game or for Tennessee's defense, we won't learn anything new probably. So good effort though. Finally pulling the plug. Look at that. You won easily 29 point win because you pulled uh, DJ after another ugly early start. Yep. 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 So uh, I do want to say, I don't think it's safe to or fair to compare DJU to guys like Trevor and Deshaun because Trevor and Deshaun had elite running backs there was chemistry amongst the offensive line, and they had elite receivers. DJU has an elite defense. Yeah. He's got a good running back, and he's got some good receivers, and there's some chemistry problems amongst that offensive line that they've yet to figure out since DJ got the – or took the starting job yeah. since Trevor's departure. So, I think it's fair comparisons, but when it's been there for DJ, he just hasn't capitalized. So, yeah. Excited Those to other guys – also had the benefit, you know, of of getting the Clemson experience before losing, oh, yeah. you know, in some cases a Jeff Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, in other cases, my gosh, my mind just blanked on Troy Elliott. Good Lord. Yep. Is it Tony, Troy Elliott? Tony, Tony, Tony Elliott. My God. Wait, is that the NASCAR guy? Tony no, no, Elliott? It, it, it's Tony Elliott. He was okay. almost the coach of Tennessee. That, that, that's Next it. Job. That was – yeah, yeah. So they got the full experience of the coordinators, you know, before the Clemson staff was shaken up. Don't know what the impact is there, but – they, they got more of, of what Clemson had been and was building to before this point now. Yep, yep. No, for sure, for sure. Excited to watch Cade going forward outside of the Orange Bowl. Yep. Maybe he'll opt out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm As kidding. a true freshman, yeah. Wow. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Uh, last thing, really, before we hop off here, unless you have anything else, congratulations to Alex Golish, offense coordinator at TCU, for landing the USF job. Happy for you. Do not take our quarterback coach, please. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Don't take our quarterback coach. Don't take anyone to be your OC. Make you some new inroads. You know, the only other person that could maybe come to mind is, you know, we've seen offensive line coaches do it before. I do not want to lose Glenn Ellerby. He has been – that unit's gotten better this year. They took a big step with largely the same dude. So, don't take Ellerby. Do not take Halsley. And we'll be okay. And I'll root for you, Gullish, because I'm happy for you. You're a seems like a great dude. He is younger than I thought, 38 years old. Um, I think it's that I'm not joking. I think it's that Russian in him that maybe makes him look a little bit older than he is because I think he was born in Russia. Yeah. But uh, you know, stoked for him. This mm-hmm. is a good thing mm-hmm. when your sure. your staff is getting poached this way. So hopefully he's successful yep. and does well. Yep. Yep. Uh Tim McGraw once said, Don't take the girl. Johnny's daddy was tasting fish and translated. Don't take our quarterback coach. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, also, news that reported today. We got to drop off here in the next three and a half minutes. But other news that was reported today: uh, Coach Heupel, SEC Coach of the Year, Hendon Hooker, Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, do I have that right? Yeah, Offensive Player of the yep. Year. Uh, so, man, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of another team, I don't care. Go Vols. G B. Oh. <laughs> hey thanks uh thanks you guys uh for spending your time with us i know this was a short one but there was only a few games this weekend even though they were they were fun 
Enjoy it while you can. Bowl games are here. Uh, playoffs will be here in no time. Uh, so thank you for, again, spending your time with us. We love you guys. Make sure you're telling your mommies, your daddies, and your crazy grannies all about Pandemonium Reigns. I am Dan. He is Mike. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Follow us. And um, God bless. Go Vols. GBO. Pandemonium Reigns.